0: Don't you worry, this is only a temporary theme for Wa wonders why A new one's been commissioned, but it's not ready yet and Wa wonders why Wa wonders why Wa wonders why Wa wonders why Wa wonders why? why, wonders why. why, wonders why. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Wah Wonders Why, a companion podcast to Smart Enough to Know Better. As I'm sure you're aware, we've recently put Smart Enough onto Patreon, and the interest from our listeners has been so high, we can now create more free content. In Wah Wonders Why, I'll be wondering about cool stuff and discussing it with interesting people. So sit back and enjoy the first ever Wah Wonders Why about teleportation. Welcome. To the podcast, Kevin Lowe and Dr. Greg Watson. You may remember these two fine gentlemen from previous podcasts. Kevin, would you like to describe who you are? Uh, I'm
1: a philosopher and ethicist who works at the University of Queensland.
2: Very good. And uh, Dr. Greg? Uh, So I'm a trainee neuropsychiatrist um, who works at the Royal Brisbane Hospital, um, and I do research as well. And today, we're not talking about any of those things. <laughs>
0: no. I'm, uh, I have a background in astrophysics. We're not talking about that either. But, well, no, no, we're not really. No, no not, not no. really. So really, we've got two people, three people, well, two people not knowing anything about what they're talking about, and one person who does. Because today, we're going to be talking about ethics of teleportation. To give some background to our listeners, Uh, Dr. Watson and myself have known each other for quite a few years, and recently we had a rip-snorting argument about this topic. And the topic is, if you are teleported or transported, as they do in Star Trek, is the person who steps out of the transporter you, or is it someone else? Now, listeners, I want you to think about that for a moment. I want you to, I want you to come up with your own ideas. I don't want you just to just listen to us passively. I want you to think about that. So you step into a transporter. A few ground rules here. We're going to base it on quantum teleportation that we have nowadays in the 21st century, where that, like, a photon of light is teleported, it's destroyed, and then its information is sent somewhere else, and it's reconstituted or created somewhere else exactly the same. Exactly the same. And then it flies off into space and does its own thing. That's our rules. That's our base we We all agree mm, on the base mm, rules. Is that all yeah, right? No, it sounds totally fine to me. Uh, Dr. Watson and I will give our points of view and the, uh, our ethicist and philosopher friend, Kevin, will uh, keep us honest and keep it all on the straight and narrow. So mm. This is like an episode of The Good Place. I'm very excited. <laughs> that is an awesome
2: show. It is a very mm, awesome
0: show. Yeah. Dr. Watson, what's your viewpoint? If you teleport, transport style in Star Trek, mm. is the person who comes out the other end the same person who went in?
2: Well, Yes. Basically. I um, think you're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. uh, That's it. (laughs) Thank you for listening. (laughs) Well, well, basically, to sum it up, I guess my perspective is is based on the fact that you are recreated exactly the same. (laughs) Now, if it introduced errors or... You know if you reappeared on the other side and instead of having your hand you got a fish or something Mm -hmm. then obviously you know you are not the same person you know there are Mm -hmm. alterations and things that have occurred you are converted as it says into information Mm -hmm. so that information holds you and Mm -hmm. then you are transmitted to this other point and then you are recreated exactly the same it is you Mm -hmm. at the end of the day and because there is nothing there is nothing missing Mm -hmm. there's nothing removed from that equation so if you are exactly the same as the, on the, the beginning on the way you came out. I can't see how anything can actually define it as not being you. I I utterly disagree. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> that's, and that's why we're having this conversation. That's why I
0: love this, because it's funny. Because you're a very educated man. I'm, I'm a, I, I've done okay. Uh, and, and, and But we utterly don't see this point of view at all. Like We've no. discussed it. It's, it's quite brilliant for me. So mm. why I have a problem with it is... You stopped existing. Mm. So you, you climbed in. La, 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 la. Bye, dear. I'm off to the, off to the Star Trek mines. And, uh, and you go, and it takes me apart bit by bit. Mm. And takes me apart and takes me apart and takes me apart. Mm. And then it goes, copy, copy, all the information, all the quantum spins, all stuff we can't do now, or maybe never can do. But you mm. know, just, that's fine. That's the premise. And then that information is reconstituted. Well, that information mm. is just passed over. Mm. That's someone else. It just looks like me and has my memories and is now shagging my wife,
2: you know. Wow, a <laughs> bastard. Um, so I think what you're saying is because you cease existing mm-hmm. um, for a brief period of time. Yeah. All right. So... You stop existing, yeah. Yeah. So using your train of logic there. Yep. Uh, so if someone has a heart attack... Yes. And they're no longer alive, because they're not, they're dead at that mm. point. Mm-hmm. Does that mean if you successfully resuscitate that person they're a monster. Which, which does happen. A hellish <laughs> yeah. a hellish
0: monster. Um can I okay that's fine. Can I and I I'm not a medical person so sure. I'm going to use my very basic knowledge of this. There are different forms of death. So uh, there's like physical death where my heart stops mm. but the but your brain's not dead yet is that right? Is that the way of looking at it and and then and then there's like oh no that's the now you now like you're done you, you can't bring you back your brain's now mush mm. and that's mm. dead. Mm. So for me, I don't count whatever that first one's called, body death, clinical death, whatever mm. that thing mm. is. That, mm. That's not real death. Mm. That's, we called it death because back in the dark ages, we mm. went, that's death. Nowadays, we know it's not death. You could come back from that.
2: It's just, it's something else. Doesn't that apply then to teleportation? Because the intervention we're doing to the person whose heart stopped beating mm. is that we're jumping up and down on it, giving it zaps, you know, giving them, you know, medical... Tongue kissing. Yes. To get them back alive and Good around. I want to go to, to your hospital. <laughs>
1: this is so much fun. I th- I th-
2: sorry,
0: it's th- <laughs> like the ethicist just went. Hmm.
1: <laughs> well, I was going to say, I think that if you if someone's heart stops and a doctor says they're dead, mm. that's a medical shorthand for uh, this person is such a mess that we cannot save them at this point. Mm. Yes. Uh, but they're not yep. saying every single cell in their brain has died. You can take a cell out of someone's brain that's so a living brain cell and then you squish it and a dead brain cell. They're not saying all the cells in their brain have died yet. am mm. just saying they're unconscious and there's no way we can fix them. Yes.
2: And that's true in a lot so of ways. I, I think calling them dead is a
1: little bit of a misnomer. Uh, we know what a doctor means when they say this person's heart has stopped they're dead. Mm. But if a Star Trek alien beamed down with medical advances we don't have yet and save their life the doctor wouldn't say they were dead now they're
2: alive they would say they were dying and they were saved
0: mm. yeah. so clinical death would move around a bit more well
2: that's what I'm suggesting mm. so maybe instead oh. of the intervention being CPR the intervention is this machine that actually restored uh, information and reconstruction on the other side so to to extrapolate more on your point mm. Kevin what if um, like you die you you hit brain death goes to munch yep. and then an alien comes down weighs his Laser beam at you. His magic laser beam. And yes. You come back. Would we say that's not the same? That's when I have to say that doesn't fit what we're talking about here. Sure, and, I sure. and I don't. And I don't. Okay. We'll, we'll back. Yeah, and
0: why, for the listener, I'm not just trying to wussy out from your question because mm. uh, you because the idea was the brain was mush. They waved mm. a beam and it stopped being mush. We are talking about a brain not mush mm. being copied
2: mm. and then rebuilt somewhere in the yeah. same way. So, so I, I don't. I feel it's a bit different. No, no. I, okay, that's that's fair. Mm. But. Uh, I think my original point still stands though. Like, is it death? Yeah, the intervention of the machine is maybe is a different form of CPR.
0: Okay, um, I'll, I'll answer that then <laughs> uh, with the idea of cryogenics. Mm-hmm. So someone is very sick and they and they they're like, I want to live, and mm-hmm. so they they normally freeze themselves just before death or at the point of death, mm-hmm. and uh, but they are dead. Like they, mm-hmm. the doctor's like that, and they're done, mm-hmm. and they're hoping that they. Inf- 30 years, 300 Mm. years, whatever, technology will move to the point where they can be revived. Mm. Um, I don't think that person has a hope in hell, Mm. they're dead, and I mean dead dead, not just Mm. clinical dead, they're Mm. finished. Mm. Uh, And their brain is basically mush, basically, uh, you know, they're done. Um, And so I don't think they're ever coming back. So if, so that to me is more like a transporter, they're frozen if you want to figure mm. it that way at the point and killed mm. and then stripped apart and then taken
2: somewhere else Or well, they're, they're not taken somewhere else something else is made i have to disagree with that okay um because i feel that um cryogenics um which is a very primitive attempt at um, i think mummification um... <laughs> a primitive <laughs> attempt at mummification <laughs> <Yeah>. wow <laughs> all the egyptians just went yes <laughs> Well, it's, it's kind of, kind of a monshot of mummification, so sure. I, should, I should phrase it a bit differently. Um, but I think that, I mean, basically, cryogenics, why it's such a disaster is, mm. as what you've said, is basically when you're uh, freezing the cells, um, mm. the water in the cells, ice expands, and the water in the cells expand. Yes, And that's why all of the brain and neuronal connections turns into just a higgledy-piggledy mess. It's a goo. It's a goo, mm. basically, at the end of the day. So it is not preserving the information. Yes. Whereas the Star Trek machine is preserving the information exactly. Mm. And I think that's a significant difference between the two. So, okay, that's I, I, I take your point.
0: I don't agree with it, but I take it. I'll take mm. it. So I'm gonna, now I'm going to take you down to another point of I think the issue is how slowly or how quickly the machine kills you. Mm. I think the machine is killing you. I think it's like freezing you up and then like killing you and then taking you apart. And I wonder if... It's very graphic. (laughs) No, no, I think it is. And I do wonder if you'd be kind of cool with it if if (laughs) in Star Trek they stood in a machine, they were locked down, Mm. and then these razor blades just started like slicing from their feet and they're like, oh god, oh pain, oh god, the agony. And they just take it apart in a molecular like and they're, they're just Julian and f- blended, and then that information is sent off. Would you consider that a death? I think. Would that be the same person, even though it's like a bloody smear in the machine? That's gurgling. I, like I, th- I think gurgling. A- <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Drain out the captain. <laughs> <laughs> when he comes back, we'll use the same goo.
2: Does, does the goo have a hat on it or It's oh, <laughs> a red
1: shirt. <laughs> well, I think what you're doing here, Greg, to some extent is uh, we've got a, a common assumption or intuition or belief or fact in yep. our world, that your identity ends when you die. And yep. you die when someone slices you up with razor blades into a fine paste. So if slicing up with razor blades means death and death means the end of your identity, then slicing up with razor blades must mean the end of your identity.
0: Yes, yeah. yeah. And, oh, I think we should actually... I think, yeah, I think that's a good summation there. Yep. Yeah, that's right. That's my take it. I think we should also point out, I, I'm, and, and the, I don't want to put you on the spot here, but I will, I will declare that I am an atheist um you don't need to say whether you are or not i don't but i just think people need to know that from my point of view because they'll be going they may our listeners are christians or uh, mm-hmm. muslims or, or hindus or whatever and they believe in an afterlife mm-hmm. um and so they're like well of course you're dead because you just you know maybe maybe your soul got transported oh, across yeah. so i just want them to understand that i don't believe in an, an immaterial soul i've never seen any evidence of it mm-hmm. uh, and therefore there's nothing being transported
2: over yeah that's the, just just so we know Yeah. Oh, no, I agree. I'm a live-and-let-live atheist. If you want to believe something, that's fine. I personally don't. Yeah, I don't think there's any soul being transferred over or anything like that. Um, Look, I think, to be honest, um, I think that's just window dressing. That's actually distracting from the point. The red and bloody window dressing. Yeah, look, you know, if if they give Scotty a gun and he just puts it in your face and blows your head off and then you go through the machine, it's exactly the same result you are still being copied and produced at the other end. It doesn't matter if you're being Julianed, it doesn't matter if you jump into a blender, it <laughs> doesn't matter if they, you know, someone comes in with a flamethrower. Okay. You know, yep. yes, it's obviously a much more horrific process. Yes. And obviously people wouldn't be signing up for that. <laughs> Not as much. Yeah. Like, do you, you, you want to go to Hawaii? Well, you know, let's scream for 20 seconds while we burn in a, a fire pit <laughs> before we go. You know, I, I, mean, went, I, like do, I do wonder
0: how long before it was normalized. Yeah. That, that sounds horrific to me. Like, oh my yeah. God, I have to step into a burning fire and be incinerated for 30, 45 yeah. seconds then turn mm. up in Hawaii. Yeah. But it's Hawaii. Yeah. I like that. Like, yeah. like, how much? 45 seconds? Yeah. I can take that. Yeah. And then in the end, it would be like, oh man, the... The, uh, the fire pit to Hawaii was awful today. I didn't get any sandwiches at all. Oh, well, yeah.
2: The in-flight movie was rubbish. <laughs> so you do wonder
0: how long... It's just in our mind of, oh, well, if you're not dying, therefore it's, it's not death, mm.
2: therefore it's just an inconvenience. Yeah. But, but to me, it, it, that's irrelevant. Okay. You know, they, it doesn't matter how you, you make the process work. You know, you are still dying, whether it's through the teleporter tearing you apart, or whether it's through that. I feel you agreeing. With, I, I feel you agreeing with me. I'm no, no, I'm confused because I don't. Because as Kevin you know, summed it up and saying that death equals loss of identity, I don't agree with that. Oh, okay, right. So I, I, oh. I it's a great summation of your point. Yes. But it's not my point. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah. okay all right, okay, okay, yeah. that's fine.
1: There's, uh, there's precedent in fiction for death not being the end. If you consider Christianity fiction, Jesus was definitely dead for three days and mm. then came back to life. Mm. Uh, in, uh, but didn't you go
0: to, according to the Christians, didn't you go to hell and, like, kicked ass and took names and... That's, um, that's the story i and, think and in fantasy I, I, I really i feel bad about saying that because i don't know it well enough and i feel it's, i'm sorry christians who are uh, listening I, I
1: think it depends on the version I oh think, okay you know, mm-hmm. i could be wrong Anyway, yeah, um but in like uh, the very well-known dungeons and dragons fantasy game high-level clerics <laughs> couldn't raise the dead left and right so <laughs> you get your head chopped off you're definitely dead and then a priest just comes on and goes oh and you're alive again yeah. and everyone agrees that's mm-hmm. you uh, in, uh, I think in Stephen Brust's Duguera fantasy novels again, resurrection was such an everyday fact of life that instead of sending frighteners around to break your kneecaps, they sent frighteners around to murder you, knowing that you'd be resurrected, <laughs> and you're up like, say, oh that sucked, I won't annoy those people again Right <laughs> So, so <laughs> that if we're talking sucked. about science like fiction that. or fantasy yeah. uh, death isn't necessarily the end, or at least that's the conceit yeah. uh, in those stories, so uh, yeah. the conceit in Star Trek could be that death is not the end, if an identical person is put back together again, uh, that's your identity back I'm,
0: I, I'm fine with that I, what you're saying there, Kevin I'm fine with that that maybe it is maybe in Star Trek you can get put back oh, this is why I don't think it's you mm. I think that someone someone it's, I, I want to quote the 10th Doctor when the, when the 10th Doctor was, was dying mm. and he was like uh, you know but I'm going to regenerate and, and I'll fall down and another man will stand up and waltz away mm. and it annoyed a lot of fans because the Doctor never ever said something like that before mm. but now it's more like the modern version mm. the Doctor doesn't like losing his identity even though he's basically or she is mm. basically the Doctor um, and I think that's my problem. I would go into the teleporter and another man would waltz away. And he would go all my memories and all the worry I'm having now about and all the anxiety. But he didn't experience it. It's a copy.
2: But to me that suggests that there's a soul. To me you're... Or maybe not a soul. I don't think it is. <laughs> but not a soul. But you're suggesting there's something <laughs> intrinsic to your personhood here mm. that cannot be copied at any, in any way. That is what, to me, you are suggesting. So, therefore, that that copy is lacking is some, lacking intrinsic, some Gregness. intrinsic Gregness uh. that, that somehow means that this is not Greg. Mm. And I think that's, to me, what you suggest. Whether it's a soul, whether it's, you know, chakras, whether it's whatever. But that, to me, is what it sounds like.
0: I, I utterly disagree with that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and why I disagree with that. I, I, I kind of get where you're coming from with it. Mm. Um, but I think it almost says the opposite to me mm. in the fact that... Um, I I don't think it is passing on this. Uh, I do have a uniqueness to me, uh, and that uniqueness is temporal, or temporal. Yes, temporal, mm. and then time based. Mm. I, I am the one that's alive now, mm. and. In our world, modern day world now, mm. that's it. There's only be mm. one of me. Even even if you have twins, they they diverge off them. You know, mm. just mm. even in the womb, there's changes. And I mean, I know some twins, identical twins. Mm. Uh, hello to the carbon twins, if you're listening. Uh, they they're very different people. Mm. Uh, and that's from, from But they were very similar when they were, when I met, first met them when they were young teens. Mm. And now they're individual ladies who mm. do their own thing. If we have this technology that can create another version of me, that one is is just the one that came after me. So we are different. I, I am intrinsically different to that one. Not because of a soul or anything anything different. It's just because it's the one that came after. It's like saying, is your, is your child you? Mm. Well, no. Of course not, because you're mixing DNA. But but if you could bud a baby from your arm, genetically it would be me. It would be mm. a clone. Mm. But it's not me.
2: Mm. Oh, I'd pay to see that, by the way. Um, <laughs> Well, we have a Patreon. (laughs) If
0: you'd like to see Greg butt a child off his shoulder, please go to our Patreon page and ask for $2 and I'll see what I can do for you.
2: But uh, I think, and you're probably better at answering this than I would be, Kevin, but I I think that's more a question of your identity. And what you're saying is that our identity from moment to moment, you know, is, is is there a continuation of me exactly frozen in the moment? or do i change in moments
0: <laughs> wow we're getting deep now well, yeah i think
2: and uh, i think from a scientific perspective
1: we're changing all the time right yeah. now molecules from within my body are being converted into mm. feces and they're packed mm. up for later dumping uh and molecules are just taken in the form of my humans are, gross. are being pulled apart in my tummy and incorporated <laughs> into my bones and eyes and my mm. brain mm. and this is a constant state of flux and if you go back Ten years, I don't probably someone out there knows exactly how long it takes. But you go back ten or fifteen years, probably no atom in my body now was in my body fifteen years ago. Oh, probably, and, yeah. And mm. Somewhere not, in that ballpark, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's seven years. Seven or something. Might, yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Wow. So, mm. Clearly, it can't be any atom in my body that makes up me if I have an ongoing identity, because all the atoms have cycled through this process. And if atomic, if the role of an atom has any role, that would mean that I, this Kevin is sort of a 14-year stretch. that I, This Kevin started to appear seven years ago when the first molecule that's currently in me snuck into my body. Yes. And this Kevin will end in seven years' time when the last atom that is currently in me gets excreted. And so I <laughs> share identity with a 14-year stretch of Kevin. But outside of that, it's someone else because they've hmm. got different atoms. Now, if you don't buy that, if you think I'm still the same person I was oh. eighty years ago, yeah. then I think you have to be open to the possibility that two things can both be Kevin at different times, even though they've got not a single atom in common, and you know maybe quite a bit different philosophically and emotionally and morally yeah. maybe I was a real jerk eight years ago, <laughs> and now I'm a nice guy yeah. but I was such a bad <laughs> yeah. piece of work twenty yeah. years ago mm. so but- <laughs> But you know, if you <laughs> took out a bank loan back then, they'd still want you to pay it back. If you murdered someone back then, <laughs> people would still want to lock you up because there's no true. statute of limitations on murder. So mm. as we socially construct identity, you share an identity with someone who shares no
2: atoms mm. and very few of your views or opinions or behaviours. Mm, okay. It's been shown. Your personality changes across your life. It's a day by day for me. Yeah. <laughs> man. Yeah. You should, we should have a talk. <laughs> I'll kill you. I love you, man. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Um, But even just, even like, and I, I fully agree with what... Kevin said there. You but would. even from like a semantic point of view, yeah. the, the transfer is instantaneous. So I don't see how There's the, no transfer though. The transfer you you, you can turn into information. And oh, I transfer, oh, okay,
0: right. Oh, I I'm sorry, you, you mean sorry? Yeah, I see yeah, what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the when the other one appears over there, yeah, yeah. we're assuming a time pass. Yeah, there is. Okay.
2: it's an instantaneous transfer. What
0: happens? If it was time passing. Because once again, looking at Star Trek, there were times when people get caught in the buffer. They mm. like they get they go. Oh, we have to transport out, teleport out, transport out, and they go, and they they get stuck mm. in the computer buffer. And then the ship gets shot up, and then the Enterprise turns up thirty years later. And they mm. switch on the power, and, it, and the person goes, "Oh, I'm back." That—that mm. uh, uh, smoking gun for Greg, I think. And mm-hmm. The WA says, "There it is, kids," because that person didn't exist for thirty years. Was 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 encoded ones and zeros, or whatever mm. bizarre trinary system. Shut up, Scott. I don't know what it is. Shut up, Scott. Um, one of our listeners
2: will, I know, will be writing uh, and yeah. to tell us <laughs> of. Um,
0: <laughs> so but you know what I mean, like
2: it's, it's. But that was that person dead, and, and they, then, but they did exist as information. They existed as information in the buffer. You said that yourself. Yes, yes, they were. Yeah, but so it's the buffer. they did not. There was. They haven't been reconstructed from nothing. They existed in the buffer as information. Okay. So all the information that was them is completely stored. So yes, that is, yes, that is the relevant point. The information is, but there. it's a copy. But it doesn't matter. It's a copy. It's not. It's it not them. It's a copy of it, them
0: again. Which mean, is obviously a copy of them because it's information well, in we're, a buffer. We're,
2: we're, I'm a copy of who I was 14 years ago. You know, all well, my oh. atoms have been replaced. Everything's been I, changed. I guess. I guess that's a whole. What's that yeah. one? The um, the
0: um the Doctor Who broom one. <laughs> I mean, I'm, not. I'm, I'm not so way behind. Oh, no, the 10th the, yeah, the, 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 the doctor had a thing. They did a couple of philosophy things at the start. Um, the bootstrap paradox. It also went about he had a broom. He said, I had a favorite broom for the TARDIS, and he used to brush out the TARDIS, mm-hmm. and all the bristles wore down. Mm-hmm. And so he got a new head for the broom, mm-hmm. and he stuck it on the broom, and then he was do- and he broke the, the handle. And so he good the handle. Mm-hmm. And now the doctor's like, Is it the same broom? Mm-hmm. I've had it for a thousand years. I've done this many times. It's my favorite broom. Mm-hmm. And
1: And that's the the, uh, ship of Theseus? Yep, Mm. that goes back to Plato and Plutarch. There you Um, go.
0: Who the doctor probably taught. Yeah, he probably (laughs) did. Maybe maybe that's where (laughs)
1: they got it from. (laughs) Um, Yeah, the ship of Theseus idea is a slight extension of the teleporter idea, Mm. except done with ancient technology. Theseus sails his ship into dry dock one day, and the ship's pretty battered, and he says, fix my ship. Uh, So over the space of a 1,000 days, they take all 1,000 components from Theseus' ship off and replace them with shiny new components of shiny new wood. Take out the crappy old mask, put in a nice shiny new mask. Mm. One piece per day for a thousand days. And they throw all the old ones on a pile. Mm. And at the end of it, Theseus says, this is still my ship. Uh, mm. It has the same name. Uh, I'm going to sail out and that's my ship. And then some philosopher comes along and they grab all the bits in the junk pile and they put them all back together in exactly the order they were when he first came Mm. in a thousand days Mm. ago. And I say, this is the ship of Theseus. It's atom for atom identical to the ship Theseus sailed in in the first place. Mm. Therefore, it is the ship of Theseus. And Theseus says, no, it's not. This is my ship. And the paradox is, which of the two is the ship of Theseus? One of them is atom for atom identical to something that was definitely the ship of Theseus a 1,000 days ago. Yeah. Uh, the other one seems to have inherited the identity in the way we normally think about ships, that if you replace one plank on a ship, you have not destroyed its identity. Therefore, if you iteratively replace one plank, then another plank, then another plank, no step destroys the identity. So after mm. 1,000 steps, you have a new ship with the same identity. Yes. So these are two alternative lines of argument, both of which seem to prove that each ship is the ship of Theseus so clearly either they're both the ship of Theseus or one of those arguments has a flaw in it somewhere. Which one is it? <laughs> I can't give away the answer. <laughs> <laughs> this oh, is no. first year philosophy gold. <laughs> 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 milking this for 200 years. <laughs> <laughs> that, and there is,
0: I think there is the, there is the problem with it. I, I'm going to dig back to Star Trek again. Um, commander Riker in Next Generation, uh, mm. he got into uh, a teleporter and he mm-hmm. teleported across somewhere. Mm-hmm. And he did it, and he was in a battle, I think. I think the ship, got hit, the ship he was on, it wasn't the Enterprise, mm-hmm. got hit at the exact moment that he was getting transported across. Sure. And, and he managed to escape. Everything's fine. Nothing happened. He had lived it like he became the second commander of the Enterprise. Everything was great. Years later, and I may be remembering this all wrong, but it's something like this. They find the ship, I think, the original ship that he was on, and he's in the buffer. Mm. And he didn't make it. Like, he did make it, obviously, because mm. Riker's been running along. So Commander Riker now has to deal with Lieutenant Riker, the younger version of himself, mm. who comes out of the teleporter and goes, Hi, I, I survive! Who the hell are you, wrinkly hairy man? Mm. And, and and that's where... And I'm trying to work... it. So in this case, I know I'm throwing weird things and stories at mm. you, but do you see my issue now with Riker, Riker died and then one got put into the buffer and one got transported over there? Well, a copy got created over there. Yeah. But the original Riker, wouldn't, wouldn't even be the original Riker, you know what I'm yeah. to say. the one who yeah. went into the machine never came out of the machine.
2: Well, I guess, I mean, to me, I mean, that's not really what we're discussing because what we're discussing is one goes in, one comes out. Yes, you know, I guess. There, there isn't like two I, in there. But if, if you that's wanna, a separate if, story. It's yeah, yes, a separate yeah. story. Yeah. But if you, if you want to sort of look at it from that perspective, Yep. And look, I think obviously there's been a divergence in the sense that you've had one that has been continually creating experiences, changing, being Commander Riker, being sexy across the universe, whatever he's doing, I don't know. <laughs> Sitting in chairs mm-hmm. in exciting ways. Yeah. Look
0: up, look up uh, just type into YouTube, Commander Riker Sits. Honestly, it's the funniest <laughs> thing in the world. When you realise how that man sits on chairs, it's worth watching. It's only, there's lots of videos, trust me. I found them. Uh, yeah, they're good. It's, not, it's, not, it's safe for work. It's perfectly fine. It's just very odd. He sits in chairs in the most interesting way. Great, go on. Oh,
2: I'll check that out. That sounds, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds quite interesting. Um, so the earlier copy is still him it's him from 20 years ago yeah. or whatever it was mm. so but it, yes it is him but it is him from an earlier iteration of his existence so you'd be happy saying they're both him mm. at the same time mm. oh no so they are both him at the I same time I thought I had you and now I'm but, even more confused but they are divergent in their experiences and that that's, yes yes yeah.
1: oh absolutely. yeah absolutely but they are
2: still the same person so, <laughs>
1: extend this first suppose there were a million such accidents and now there are a million and one like <laughs> wow so, uh, And your accounting of it, they are all him. Mm. Uh, They're all Waka? And if,
2: oh, I mean, no, they, no, should, no, they should really get the machines fixed.
0: If, <laughs> they should, they should uh, take the person who fixed the machine and then put him in the machine and then not send them anywhere because <laughs> they're doing a terrible job. That's oh, and I can't. Now we're even more in disagreement. I thought we'd get closer to agreement. And now I even disagree with you more. Oh, it's not good. We're, we're like, we're like nearly 30 minutes into this. And I <laughs> we're
2: getting, we're diverging, we're diverging quickly. Um, but but, but, but would you, can I, can I just yeah, of of course please. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. Um, but look, can I just clarify, they they would obviously diverge, you mm. know, because their experiences would be different, they would experience different things, mm. and they would diverge. So if, I think it's it's a much more an analogous if you say, like, you know, this wacky tech who's doing some serious troubles with machines, <laughs> um, instead of, like, one person coming out the other end, two people come out at the same time, mm. I think they would be the same person. Oh my goodness. Okay, really? Yeah, yes but then, then they would diverge in their experiences. Yes. Okay, at and what then that point would... in this divergence they stop being them? So we've got a million writers at t equals zero.
1: Mm. Let's just say, at... let's just, please just go to two. <laughs> I, can't, I can't deal with a million. This okay. is really important. Uh, but at some future point, t equals x, you'll be happy to say they're two different people. They're not the
2: same person anymore. Yeah. Uh, what is this t? How long does it take for a person to turn to a different person? I, I honestly don't have an answer to that. Mm-hmm. I right. um, my I wish I did I'd be a lot smarter than I am but <laughs> I, I think I think initially yes right at the beginning at that t equals zero they are definitely the same person but they will diverge. Okay so would you say in 20 years that have definitely diverged? Probably. Okay yeah. so doesn't that
1: necessarily mean that those of us who are in the over 40s have been three different people because if T is definitely under 20 years mm. and I've been around for 43 years, mm. that means that very minimum zero to three Kevin is a different person to four to 23 Kevin who is a different person to 24 to 43 Kevin um, mm. by your own accounting because every 20 years you become a different
2: person uh, minimum. I, I No, I don't think it that way. I think it's because they are having different experiences. They're not in the same place. Mm. Like Even if they're standing side by side, They're not in the same place, they're not accruing the same information, they're looking at things differently, they'll be having subtly different experiences. So, over your life you have one set of experiences to go all the way through. These people will start accruing two sets of experiences. If you've got three, they'll accrue three sets of experiences. If you've got a million, it's a million sets of experiences. So, that is why I think they diverge, is because they are not experiencing things exactly the same. But there's still, if you have one continuous life, you are still the same person because you are having that one set of experiences. And okay, and that's un,
0: uh, oh, uh, uh, <laughs> I, think, and I think those noises are, are appropriate right now. So and I'm going to use that on you now. I'm going to use your own words against you. Wow. Thank for that. So I'm happy with that. So with, imagine my life. I, I am born or mm-hmm. I was decanted. Or Christ knows what I was. And, and along I went and did my life. And then, mm. yay, teleportation machine, mm. jump into it, and mm. I'm teleported to, to Alpha Centauri and, uh, and to find a planet. And I go along the same line, and is my life continuing. So you, but there is a definite break there where the, where the, where the, the change happened. I think there is a change at that point. So, what, What's the break? Well, the the break is that that I stopped existing. I know we have. Kind of, I don't want to go back to that point again because we have kind of gone that point of. But we, you
2: are existing as information.
0: Yes.
1: You, well,
0: I, I, okay. I'll even give you that. I'll give you that. That's fine. Mm. I'll let you have that one. I don't. Mm, yeah. So, but but okay. that's fine. So, but I think the the, with the we're talking about changing over. Kevin was saying about changing over time, mm. and that led to a different person. Like we, mm. we, we, I think we all agree that it's a different person. Like we're not the same person that we were twenty years ago, mm. thirty mm. years ago. Yeah, of course. So the machine changes you. But I think the difference is that you stopped and then started again. Okay. Uh, and there's two of you. That's that's Sorry, I realised I was trying to say that. But it's now two or three or four, which makes mm. it difficult. I just start mm. going. How can one turn into two? how can how can you say both of them are the same person
2: at that t zero at t
0: at, totally. at t zero That's I'm, very I'm, important no no, no 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 yeah. no and 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 yep, no yeah I'm not even talking about the, the divergence mm. Mm. I think at t zero neither of them are the same person mm. so do well, you, you
1: identity didn't... linguistically means there's only one of it uh so it really confounds your intuitions if you yeah. have. Uh, two people claiming the same identity that's almost a linguistic contradiction yes you can't have two things sharing an identity mm. and
0: i think and i think in my mind i can get around it by going well one person existed got into the machine in my mind died that like mm. stopped existing whatever you want to call it mm. two people came out of the machine because what we're going to now they they both think they're originally me but that original person's gone mm. so they have two new identities Mm. So it's almost like I've got rid of the problem by getting rid of the old identity entirely and created the two T zero identities, mm. so T zero A and T zero B, and that that's okay. So my mind goes, well, they just they're just
2: two different beings continuing on down a track. But I think it fundamentally comes back to the same for me to the same point, which is that the exact same makeup of the person who walked into the the, the blender yeah. is exactly <laughs> the same as the people who walk out. Yeah there's no difference. There's no difference, yeah. If there's no difference, then, then if down to the quantum level, as you said, whatever that means, what, what I, that means? I really don't know. What no, no, right. no, 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 yeah. that's the level of magic we have to accept here, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's right. Then to me, there is absolutely no difference. How can there be? How can there be, if, you, if something is an exact copy of, of something, it is it. There is no difference between the two. Mm. Now, we weren't mm. really, you know, like I said, we're sort of saying one person goes in, one goes out. Mm. Can, I, can I just suggest this to you as a thought experiment? Yeah, of course, of course. How is what you're saying any different to someone hopping on a plane, popping ten Valium, mm. having a great nap, mm-hmm. and then appearing on the others and then uh, waking up in New York? Or any sleep, I guess. Yeah, or any sleep. Okay. But, but I'm, I want it to involve travel because So
0: you're moving in space and time, yes. and, but you've lost consciousness for that period of, of time. time
2: yeah. How is that any different to the teleportation? Okay. The only difference is you don't get shot in the face or whatever. but <laughs> Unless you're flying United mm-hmm. Airs. Um <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Never going to get that sponsorship. Wow. Oh. Yeah.
0: Um, okay. Um, uh, once again, I'm trying to talk about things I don't really know much about. I think the difference there is that person's brain was still functioning all the way in the air for 10 hours mm. or whatever. We live in Australia a long way from everywhere. Uh so, I think that person didn't stop existing. Just because you're, I don't think my consciousness, the thing that's talking to you right now that's mm. conscious of itself, is my full consciousness. I think there's an unconscious that's very powerful underneath that's mm. actually controlling a lot of what I do without me realizing it. Mm. I'm just a little froth on top that's like, yay, puns mm. are funny. And, you know, Pissing on United Airlines is great. Uh, you know, hilarious. Mm. So, I think that person's still alive. In the plane, yeah. even though my consciousness has been, <coughs> yeah, my, my conscious consciousness is nothing,
1: <laughs> but you <to laughs> your self consciousness, self thank you awareness of your own awareness, yeah. That's right.
0: that, that went to sleep, like I go to sleep at night, I don't think I die every night, and then a new version, mm-hmm. god, that's the most terrifying new version. <laughs> of sleep. No wonder I don't sleep well, good lord. Uh, but I think that that's why there's a
2: subconscious still boiling away there, mm. so okay, and that to me goes back to the point we were discussing before, which is that you believe death is in the end of identity. And that somehow by the physical destruction of the body... Yes. Even though it's been converted into information... Yes. ...which information is the basis of transmission in in, in physics. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Information can be created or destroyed. Or, yeah. yeah.
2: Then, you know, for you, that's the end of the identity. But for me, it's not. Because... Even though your body's being destroyed, you're existing as information mm. and you have the exact same identity in that. Mm. So, identity doesn't end necessarily. Mm. I agree, like t- now, sure, you know, mm. you get hit by a truck, mm. your identity stops. But your identity doesn't stop in this example of this technology because your identity is preserved okay. exactly and transmitted across. I can kind of see what you're saying
0: because. Think something like Facebook nowadays exists. So let's say we finish this recording. I say goodbye, mm. and then I go and stick the my, a fork. And I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe how bad that was. You mm. know, and mm. I can't believe how wrong I was. And I stick a fork in the electrical socket and kill myself.
1: Mm. Which and you I... should do. Which you. should do. <laughs> <laughs> That's your medical advice. <laughs> yeah. As an ethicist, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> thank you,
0: thank you. Wow, yeah. that really helped. Both of you really <laughs> helped me out here. That's great. Uh, <laughs> so, and, and but I would still have a presence on Facebook. Memories of mm. me would exist. Uh, the smell of me. The cats would eat my face. Uh, that sort of stuff. Uh, I've been live in them for a bit. Uh, they're ferals. They're... they're, they're...
2: <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> they will... I they, they know the cats and here will eat me. You is
2: like Conan the Barbarian. Or well, something? I've been, been trading them, yes. I'm
0: very proud of them. Yeah. Lamentations of the kitties. Uh, anyway, the point is, is and even then Facebook would take over and I, I'd exist on every... Like in a year's time mm. it's like, you have memories of Greg sticking mm. his finger in the bloody thing. Mm. What an idiot. Uh... So there is identity after death. Mm. That's not just memory. It can be electronic memory. Every one of you can be dead. Yet my, my identity could exist on some weird level. Uh, I don't think that's me. I think that's a copy of me. I think it's a photo. It's like saying, if you take a photo of him before you left and went, oh, Greg stuck his finger in the electrical socket uh, against Kevin's advice, but on, on my <laughs> advice. So, um, but I've got a photo of him. So that's all fine. Yeah. Look at this lovely photo. He's I'll like, show it to the police.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's not me. That's, yeah, that's yeah. a copy of me. Oh, but that, but, another thought experiment, Greg. Now, currently, I believe you own a car. Yes, uh, yes, oh yes, yep. Uh, Foster and, the Velocity is a beautiful car. And you have a phone sitting on the table there. Yes. Okay. Now, suppose I could teleport you across the room using a Star Trek device, tear your apart, atom by atom, reconstruct you over there. Could I then now bag the phone, bags the car? Greg's dead. This is anybody's car and anybody's phone. <laughs> and and, and yeah. that's an excellent
0: point. No, no, <laughs> and, and
1: it is, and, and I
0: would have to say yes at that honestly yes now mm-hmm. Greg T plus one or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call him the, the mm-hmm. next version would be really pissed off about that mm-hmm. like he would take it lying down and he would be angry that I'm thinking this but but he also thinks I, I like to think that version of me would go oh well because I, I do believe this this, this is not just an, it, I would have a lot of difficulty getting one of these machines mm-hmm. it would be really scary to me it would be death to me mm-hmm. it's like it's like a machine, it's like a suicide machine. So my answer is yes, you, you, technically I have no legal footing to stand on. But, I'll throw it back at you this point, I want you to prove it you son of a bitch. I <laughs> legally, I give it your best shot, when I walk out, well not me, no, when 2.1 walks out and goes, he's a lying bastard, then, and takes all the stuff back, then you know. Well
1: that brings up a very important point, I mean, it might be that your identity has been destroyed, but none of us should care at all that your identity Uh. has been destroyed. That all of us should be completely ambivalent between these two worlds where Greg is over here and it's Greg, or Greg is on the far side of the room and he's not Greg. I mean, personally, I don't care. I, I like <laughs> you, yeah. but I could have just as much fun interacting with that Greg over there. He'd probably have me on his podcast exactly as often or as not often as you would. To me, it makes no difference at all. That depends
0: how much, which side you go on, by the way. That's mm. a, I'd like to cover oh. it up. That's yeah.
1: a, and the other thing I was going to say is if you're really convinced that you would be dead, mm. you could use it to your advantage. You could run up some really big credit card debts, murder a few people, and then teleport across the room, mm. and hey, presto, free and clear. Yeah. Uh, but, but I'd be dead. I wouldn't be free and clear. I'd
0: be dead. It's like the new Greg would have... Like, I don't like that guy. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that speaks more about myself. But, yeah. but no, I don't, I don't want to create another human being to enjoy... I don't have children. I mean, I, <laughs> it's like people have children and they're like... And that, oh, yeah. They they work very hard for the rest of their lives to to so they've got something to sell so the kids will get something and I'm like that's weird to me and that's a child that's something you chose to make a teleportation is like it, it, it's like another man gets to have my stuff I like my stuff I don't want him to have my stuff mm. stop giving people my stuff <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I
2: I get what you're saying but I just but what does he like about you what <laughs> does he like
0: about I think I think he I think he'd like my devilish charm
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know he would be
1: an exact copy because that's the rule Pro- of the game yeah. it, you. prove it you bastard <laughs>
0: <laughs> damn it no, that's right we can't prove it I just, mm. I just think that what would happen in my mind is I would switch on the machine and it would all go black for me and that's the end of
2: it, mm. it, wouldn't, it wouldn't, I wouldn't wake up somewhere someone else would wake up somewhere but that same argument is the same as sleep. I mean, you close your eyes, it all goes black. You but I've said that there's to, a
0: mind underneath doing something.
2: Yeah, but there's a computer that's storing your mind in this. Oh, damn okay. So, I mean, oh, your, your, it. to be honest, your, your Facebook argument doesn't hold up. Because oh, okay. I, I think it's probably more a memento mori, in a sense. Right, okay. Than, yeah. than that, because it's just... A very so it's a tombstone, basically, it's a tombstone, uh, basically rather okay. than anything else. Because it it's a degraded facsimile of your life. Mm. And it's just sort of a remnant. So you're like, yeah, you know, Greg was great, here he is, you know, staring at eclipses or you know, bagging out United Air or whatever. So <laughs> then I'll be reduced to him? Wow, I need to do more with my life. Oh man. Oh no. make sure I don't do your eulogy, I think, is basically <laughs> basically the thrust of that. But <laughs> Um, it would yeah. be weird if you had to have a funeral every time you transported
1: someone. <laughs> <laughs> you yes. to remember Captain Kirk, we
0: beamed him down. Thought, we're having, we're, we're having a fight here! <laughs> <laughs> Captain Kirk's like, speed this up! <laughs> <laughs> I had to kill someone after I got killed. What? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. But, but then what Then what does stop someone in that technology? Oh, okay. We're not, we're not, I think we're in an impasse, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is fair enough. Um, because it's a philosophical argument more than anything mm-hmm. else. I, as, I, just, I was just pointing at Kevin there to the audience. Uh, I, I just... So, so is that, would it be ethical then? Let's just shift gears slightly. Mm-hmm. Would it be ethical then, so Captain Kirk is on the bridge, he's doing something, and he falls over and smashes his head open and dies. Is mm-hmm. it ethical to take the buffered copy of him and go, Oh crap, he cracked his head open. It's kind of now becoming like um, the role-playing game Paranoia. Where you know the, mm-hmm. the, the great computer has like multiple copies of you when they get, when they do something dumb the new version gets decanted and you brought mm-hmm. out, um, is that ethical? Is that is that you still or is that? Oh. Well, but the, I mean,
1: there's two questions there. Is mm. it ethical to create the new Kirk? Mm-hmm. And the second question of how should we regard this new Kirk? Mm-hmm. Is it the old Kirk continued mm-hmm. or is it a new person with some similarities? In terms of whether it's ethical from a utilitarian perspective that only cares about outcomes, this seems like it's exactly the same outcome as if Kirk hadn't fallen over, hit his head and died. Mm. We're in exactly the same place except there's a corpse on the floor. Mm. And so if you, would li- <laughs> if you would have liked Kirk to not fall over, hit his head and die, then you're committed in some sense to liking it if we decant a new Kirk and pop him out to replace the old Kirk because it achieves the outcome that you wanted in the first place. So,
0: you, But utilitarian-wise, as long as that new Kirk, his first job is to drag the corpse away. Make, or, or, that's a, that's,
2: very, that's very important. Well, hmm. well, they can just zap it with a ray gun. And
1: it, oh fair uh, enough, okay. It. Sure. <laughs> sure, is it okay. the same corpse when it comes out the other end of the transporter? Or is it a new corpse? <laughs> that's weird.
0: <laughs> Does that mean every time that you transport a corpse? You've got to have another funeral for the corpse. Mm -hmm. Well, no, it was dead. It was a dead thing that went in. It's a dead Mm. thing that came out, so it's not, you
1: know... Okay, so you're happy with that? If I get a rock and I transport the rock, you're happy to say it's the same rock? No, no, no. No, no. No, No. no, Nice
0: try. No,
1: (laughs) No, absolutely not. No, definitely a copy of the rock. Definitely. It's always a
0: copy of the thing, yeah. It's Mm. easy with inanimate objects because we don't attribute personalities to Mm. them. I would find, here's where I find it difficult to get my head around, and this shows that it's shaky. If I transported uh, a non-sentient being, if they went, here's my guppy, mm. and I can't really tell if it's, it's like, you, could, you know, with kids you can flush mm-hmm. a goldfish and you get another goldfish and like, whatever, yeah, it's mm-hmm. fine, mm-hmm. he's been the same gu- goldfish for 25 years, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm, I'll be a very bad dad if I become a deaf <laughs> like, this is the oldest goldfish ever. <laughs> uh, if you transported a goldfish, I probably wouldn't care. I don't care I, don't think, I think it is a copy but I'm like it's a friggin goldfish I don't care mm. but if they transported you Dr. Watson I mm. would care that would mm. be weird to me mm. that would be not the man who's sitting in front of me now mm. it, it would I'd get used to it but I would always go that's not the original Dr. Watson
1: yeah. Uh, do we agree that this is strictly philosophical, or not scientific? That there's no way if I duplicated you, mm-hmm. so that one of you was the Greek who has this coherent path through time dating back to your conception, and the other one is a new Greek i just made out of atoms were lying around. Yes. There's no way, even in theory, we postulate that you could use science to tell the two apart if we switch the two of you up behind a curtain, uh, by the yes. there's no, no way at all. So, yeah. in a sense, this is an unscientific idea because it's an untestable That's hypothesis true. that mm. you've retained
2: your identity because yep.
1: identity, in that sense, has no scientific meaning.
2: Mm. Have
0: you watched Altered Carbon?
2: Yes, uh, I have. Not yeah. yet, but I've read
0: the book. Okay, so I won't go to spoilers. But watch it on Netflix. It's actually really good. I really like it for lots of reasons. There's a part where... Oh, can't talk about... Okay, spoilers Altered Carbon a little bit. Uh, I won't say when and where and what, but just a little bit. At one point, a character copies himself mm. digitally, so he has a, it's like cyberpunk, so he copies a digital, he has a digital copy and he has himself, and he basically doesn't know, no he knows which one's which, but he doesn't care which one's which, and he sort of, and they, they play rock paper scissors to see who gets to go back into the body, because mm-hmm. the body's like lying in an inert lump, of, because it's just a, it's a shell, mm-hmm. and and they're cool with that, they're both like, but I think that's because the guy was cool with that, the, the, mm-hmm. the person who's doing this in the show he's cool with that so they kind of go rock paper scissors i don't know how a person is exactly the same copies of you i guess it's random mm. but, how, but this whole, it's the funny joke of yeah, them yeah, doing the same thing over and over yeah, again yeah. and they're like what they're both laughing is they but they're laughing to sentence someone to death like but mm. I, but but it's a copy like mm. it, it's actually a forking and a copy and mm. then the, one of the forks is erased mm. and one of the forks is put into mm. the body
1: mm. um I
0: don't get what your point is. I'm no, 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 no. I'm just, I'm just trying to... I know it's not the teleportation thing. We're getting more into the identity sure, thing sure, here. So sure. I know, I know yeah. we're, we're at a philosophical yeah. argument. In that case, you couldn't tell which one was which. They couldn't tell which one was which particularly. I don't mm. think they could was tell. Was there
1: any difference between them? they have different experiences? No, because they
0: both existed. Oh, no, they had. Yes, one... No, um, they had. I can't say too much. I don't want to ruin the show. Something happened to one of them, and he, something he wasn't particularly interested in remembering, mm. and then the other one was not from that period of time right. and was like... Well, I'm cool with remember, but you don't know which one actually, I don't yeah. think they say which one got out. Yeah. I don't remember, I have to watch it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, cause that's what they're saying. Now, they had an argument, like, I've got this memory I don't particularly want, maybe I should go. Mm-hmm. And the other one's like, but if you lose that memory, then we've lost an important part of who we are. I should go, because I'm mm-hmm. the clean slate, but you're the future version. Or, or, and, and they have an argument, There's very similar mm-hmm. argument kind of what we okay. having now.
1: It well, can seems I, I they are two scientifically flip, distinguishable yeah. beings, there yeah. science could tell one from the other by looking at the code that's storing them and saying, "Well, those are a bit
2: different." And I remember, in, in uh, I read comics, something I do. Um, so, in <laughs> uh, I think I think it was in the uh, Age of Ultron or something. I think um, spoiler alert. Um, so Wolverine goes back in time stabs the guy who made Ultron I can't remember exactly who oh, Hank Pym Hank Pym yeah, yeah stabs Hank Pym Goes goes forward, back, and forward in time, and things are like ten times as worse because mm. Hank Pym hasn't stopped all these things that he did as an Avenger. Didn't slap his wife around. around. It's all good.
1: Wow.
0: <laughs> <Yes. Yeah. laughs> so, I know for all the Hank Pym lovers I know it's one thing in the Ultimates. So I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah,
2: so, it's, it's pretty horrible. It's pretty horrible. Uh, yeah. uh, there's, only, there's
0: only one version of Hank Pym in one universe. It yeah. wasn't all Hank Pym's have slapped. Janet uh, Van Dyne. Rest. You, you, no, you a
1: crossover. Infinite Pim slapping. It's like <laughs> every possible universe where Pim slapped anyone or anything <laughs> occurring
2: at once. It's like yeah. Pim
0: Pim my time. Yeah. Uh.
2: Yeah. It echoes for eternity. <laughs> wow, um, that's just horrible. Uh, anyway,
0: so a slap heard across the universe, a multiverse.
1: He'd probably argue that it's not the same identity. That was a different Hank Pim. <laughs> <They're just angry. laughs> you know, though got the same
2: name and they're both in comics. Yes, yeah,
0: yeah, they, yeah they would.
2: So anyway, goes, goes forward in time, realizes that Wolverine realizes he's made a yeah. horrible mistake because everything's like 10 times worse yeah. than when Ultron was around and that sort of thing and mm. Hank Pym hasn't stopped all this stuff. So he goes back in so, time and stabs so th- himself? Well, well, this is the interesting He goes back in time and stops himself and mm. says, don't do this because it just turns out really horrible and I've seen some horrible, horrible things. Mm. So anyway, they, they fuss around a bit and they end up not stabbing Hank and they work it out but both <laughs> wolverines go into the future oh right and they're standing in next to each other and they have their usual vast philosophical discussion that wolverine is known for Snicked? <laughs> pretty much <laughs> yeah so basically they say between themselves like who's going to die and the one who saw the horrible future says kill me because you know i don't want to keep those memories you know it's not something we should actually do and right. then they just walk into a cave and snick it and one works
0: out oh right okay so yeah. they deal with that problem by okay similar to older carbon well, then one makes yeah. a choice but
2: you could tell the difference again mm. that's what like, that's was saying you can yeah. tell you can tell the difference between those two wolverines yeah, because one had a different memories and so that's yeah. an interesting thing you know i mean to me it's kind of like mm. a ptsd situation you know do you you do feel that those horrible memories that you've incurred will that actually cripple you functioning as a person and if you could erase that copy of yourself
1: to me that oh, that's a, Oh weird. man, we're gonna get in dangerous territory now, yeah. interesting territory. I mean, to me, that's deeply weird. it seems to me that they've got two Wolverines, you've got two superheroes who can fight to save the universe. Yeah. and they just decide to arbitrarily off one of them because it would be too hard to keep going with two Wolverines. Mm. So that seems weird I mean if if Superman is real, and we know he's not, but he's a good thing to have around, he yes, pushes asteroids so cool. away from the Earth. Like, yeah. if I could duplicate and have half a dozen Supermans, I would totally do that. Nothing would be a complete waste of mm. effort if they said, "Like, right, five of us have to be stabbed to death with kryptonite daggers." Guys, guys, you can all be Superman. It's okay. It's right. just yeah, Take yeah.
2: numbers. Be Superman one through six. I don't know, man. Have you seen Batman vs Superman? Maybe. Is it maybe? It? Yeah, Superman <laughs> is <problem>. Weekly Monday <laughs>
0: Superman, Tuesday Monday Superman is fair face. Tuesday <laughs> Superman is we'll win the race that way the poor
1: guy gets a break yeah but, yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> but Lois would be exhausted yeah.
0: that's all I'm saying
1: <laughs> but no because she's going from, lots of lunches yes it? obviously, <laughs> yeah, obviously yeah, but apart from the fact that it's a comic and they can't have six issues of Superman for each of the six different copies and they've got to thin them out back to one Outside yes. of that comic need for an outcome, I don't see why you'd want to kill you. Yeah, enemies. I mean, he's handy, he fights evil. he's mm. not I have to throw it back here how the heck did Wolverine, who
0: stabs people with knives, with hand knives, kill another Wolverine who can survive any damage up to a nuclear weapon? Look, they went to a dark cave, <laughs> Snicket it <laughs> uh, yes, and one walked out. Right, okay, I like that he's just sitting in the cave going, snick it. I mean, he, he just like, lit a fire, yes. <laughs> snicked, and like. Cause like sparks to jump off a rock. rock. He's like still in there to this day, waiting for his moment. Or yeah. well,
1: maybe he's just in there long enough to grow a really big beard and he's changed his name and just sneaks out. That's right, yes.
0: I'm yeah, actually, other. Yeah, I'm Hugh I'm, Jackman. I'm badger. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was his original name. Was, oh, really? That was all well, the original, original name, the badger. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they went, so I think there was another superhero called the badger. And they, he went, I'm the Wolverine! And was like, mm, whatever, man. Yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> so, really, we, we're getting down to superheroes. It's kind of like Godwin's Law. We, once we start mentioning Wolverine in a science, uh, in a mm. science fiction story, that's, that's mm. the end of it. We have to kind of call. It. Is there any, anything you want to add at this point? I still think you're wrong, by
2: the way. No, no, that's, and that's fair. Look, no, 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 don't I, be magnanimous I, about this. They <laughs> no, 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 call me out. All right, all right. Look, I think, <laughs> I mean, for me, it's, as Kevin said, it's, it's purely a scientific argument. I mm. think. Um, it's now, a philosophical I, argument. No, well, it's a, for, me, oh. Oh. for me, it's purely based on science. Right, okay. Right. Yep. The fact is that the person is a completely indistinguishable copy from the other one, then it is that thing. Okay. Um, and therefore, identity, for me, doesn't cease at the point of death. That's, that's basically a summation of my argument. Sure. Now, if people want to interpret that differently philosophically, then that's fine. They don't have to use the teleporter. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I'll be roasting up crap on Hawaii, you know, enjoying the surf and hanging <laughs> in the sun and, you know, you'll be I'll be, just...
0: I'll be taking very slow transport. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I won't be getting in that machine. <laughs> There's no way I'm getting in that machine because I hate that future version of myself. What an asshole! Yeah. <laughs> what an arsehole. Kevin,
1: how would you like to round this up? Uh, my take on it is that identity is not a scientific concept. It's a social convention that if you owe me $20, we need to have this rule that the person you are tomorrow still owes me $20 or our whole system of commerce breaks down. And if you murder me today then we lock up the person you are tomorrow for it for twenty years. And we've got to do that, even if there's some sense in which you aren't the same person, society doesn't function without this convention of identity. And to me that's all it is. It's a social convention. And if technology breaks that conventional rule by duplicating Greg, we just have to come up with new social conventions to cope with the fact that there are now two identical Gregs. Do they both owe me $20? If so, I can make a million of you and I $20 million and that would be pretty sweet. Or maybe collectively you only owe me $20 as a group. I don't know. We'd have to work that out. We'd have to come up with some social convention mm-hmm. as to how we would handle these obligations. Should we lock you up for half a murder or for half the time? Uh, yeah. Whichever way we go, it seems potentially abusable. But I think identity is just a social convention. It's a way we say, this Gregg here, I know he's a good bloke because he was a good bloke yesterday. Or yeah. each, I have a reasonable certainty yeah, he's a good bloke, he was a good bloke yesterday and that's all it is. And mm. if we lived in a different universe where who you were yesterday was no guide to who you were tomorrow, then we just wouldn't have this idea of identity. We just wouldn't talk about Greg's identity because there would be no such thing. Greg would just be this random blob that does one thing on one day. I and can call that a lot. <laughs> uh, so, Isn't which, is the real, which is the real ship of Theseus? <laughs> the real ship of Theseus is the new one because that's the rule we have in our society for how you name ships.
0: Right. Uh, they go, no. you can write your first year philosophy, people. You can write that down. As long as you only use us in a uh, use the podcast as a reference.
1: Oh, I, we would carefully phrase the essay question so you can't give quite that answer. Damn it! <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, well, then I think it's time for me to go stick my finger in a electrical socket. Thank you very much to Dr. Greg Watson. Thank you very much. It's been great being here. And thank you to Kevin Lowe, ethicist and philosopher.
1: Thank you very much. It's been a great pleasure.